Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. We're back. It's a new year. It's a new me. It's a new season. No, same season, but new year for sure. And you're going to get a new feel for the hosts. We've got um, so much new happening. It's, it's so new. And, and and speaking of new, I've got a new co-host. His name is, I believe he's going by Reeves. Yep, that's me, everyone. I'm a new co-host. I'm a whole new man this year. Um, that's right. I'm a man, and I'm I'm going to be completely different this year. 100 mm-hmm. percent different. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, we know what's coming next, and you don't because we actually have a new host because Brian has left the show due to creative differences. And so mm-hmm. now I think I'll let Third Mike, the new Third Mike on Pod Chef, I think I'll give him space to introduce himself. Go ahead. Uh. Hi everyone, it's uh, the new third mic. Uh, weird, I'm also going by Reeves. Um, and um, I, you know, I've listened to all these episodes, and I think, you should have skipped season one. Well, yeah. I, li- I listened to it. It was hard. It was the audio was really bad. Really bad. That um, was the problem. Yeah, the audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there were guests for a while. Then that stopped. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was really weird. But um, you run I, out of friends. I'm gonna do my best to and favors. Yeah, to mm-hmm. um, just be like Brian. And actually, I'll just go by Brian. I'll I'll, I'll go from okay. I'll switch from Reeves to Brian, and I'll just oh. pretend to be Brian. Okay, so that is the new third mic. His name is Reeves. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna call him Brian just to I guess keep things new, but not it's just new. easier. Yeah, it's easier. You can't have too much new because then you get scared. Yeah, what am I gonna call myself, Brian? Come on. Yeah. So we're back. It's a new year. Um. It's a new me. I think we all just got back from the gym, and boy, were they crowded. Yeah. We all just got back. Oh, everyone was at the gym today. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. I couldn't, like, forget the mask mandate. Yeah. Can we get a a population mandate Uh, restriction? Were you about to say a population control of some kind? (laughs) I was going to say population (laughs) control, but I've been told by the lawyers we cannot push for that. Yeah. And I mean, but, listen, I think we were all thinking it when you're in the gym. Yeah. That's that's the number one yeah. time you're thinking there needs to be some kind yeah. of population There needs control. to be some kind of culling of the herd. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, everyone was there. Uh, oh, was, gosh. Who was there? Oh, my God. Um, Mrs. Obama mm-hmm. was there. Mrs. Obama. Mrs. Obama was there. She was Mrs. Doing... Barack Hussein Obama was Mrs. there. <laughs> Mrs. Barack Hussein Michelle Obama was there, and she was powerlifting. Oh yeah, she yeah she does quads a lot. Yep, uh, she was powerlifting. Yep. Um, she's doing a lot of snatch and grabs. Who else was yeah, there? She was doing a good job of like getting under the bar too, which I was oh my very god, and it was like just a nice forty-five degree angle of those levels. Yeah. Um. Let's see who else was there. It was a real who's who. It was a who's who, and mm. yes, who's who was there. Um, which mm-hmm. is a character in um Whoville. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joe Rogan was there. Joe um, Rogan was there. He shorter was- in person than you think. Yes, definitely. Like. Shorter to the point where it makes you uncomfortable having a conversation with him. Like I was getting red, yeah, talking to him because he was Reeves? so close to the floor. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, he had his. He wasn't really working out. He just had his no. stand set up, yeah. and he was selling his brain yeah. pump or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Well, um, see, that's that's weird that he was selling the brain pump because when I found the brain pump on the floor, I was like, "Oh, hey, you dropped this," and he said, "It's not mine, baby. I swear." And I was like, oh, this is your brain pump. Oh, I think that was Mike Myers doing an impression of him because uh, he was also Did I there. stumble upon the Mike Myers table instead yeah, of the I Joe think Rogan you did. table? I think you did because he was right. there doing a whole SNL shtick mm-hmm. of pretending to be Joe Rogan. He was doing Joe Rogan. But if he like acts, if you catch him, like yeah. and he's not like completely there, then he will go into Austin Powers. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes just, it... that, you know, he, he'll, you know, look at you and be like, oh, isn't that special? And I'm like, yeah. 
this doesn't seem like Joe Rogan. It's like yeah, he's doing and then church you're like, lady. Yeah, he's doing Dana Carvey's church lady. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Who else was <laughs> That's there? how deep his impressions go. His impressions yeah. go so deep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember at some point in time George, that was on George purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's my anti-humor. It was on purpose. Uh, I remember at some point in time, like a uh, wrestling intro music started, and I thought a wrestler was coming out, but it was just Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. took so me a second he... to remember who he was because there's a yeah. lot of Kyle O'Reilly talk in the wrestling oh, world right yes. now. Took me a second to yeah. think that it's not. But do you know what era. I'm referencing? Do you know what I'm referencing? No. Well, he got introduced doing something recently. And he, like, it's almost like he was a celebrity. Did he come out to Stone Cold's music? Yeah, the glass broke and he came out and he just started telling everyone, watch it. Did he come out? Did, did, did you do the D'Lo Brown? <laughs> yeah, I did. For those of you on the video, too, you just saw yeah, me do the D'Lo, D'Lo Brown. Brown. I, I'm not supposed to mention it when I do it. You're just supposed to catch it. It's an Easter yeah. egg. D'Lo was but, great. Very underrated, D'Lo. Who yeah, else was there? Champion. He broke somebody's neck. Danica Patrick was there. I saw her there. I saw a little bit of Danica Patrick, and then I didn't see all of it. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, pay. Yes. (laughs) Some kind of thing was, like, pay to see the rest of it. And I was like, You won't believe what you're going to see next. Um, She drives you crazy sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. DuckDuckGo. That's the new website. Um... Who else was there? Dr. Manhattan was there. Yes, yes. he was. Yes. Put a towel on, buddy. Please. Yeah. Well, strangely enough, in the locker room, completely yeah. clothed, yeah. comes out. He's, you know, towels on. Heavy squats. Yeah. Yeah. No clothes. And, and when, you know, 15 of him all yeah. in the squat rack. And yeah. they're all doing like push ups and stuff like that. Like, and when you say heavy rows, heavy squats, he's actually lifting the building. Uh-huh. And yeah. he like lifts the gym up. With his entire body, he's like, "This is actually light." And it it's was like, oh, okay, dude. I wasn't bothered by the nudity until he would reach the bottom of the squat and it would lay flat on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also like, <laughs> does he really need to be there? Also, huge. Why does yeah. he keep going over to women who are bench pressing and being like, "You need a spot"? It's like, yeah, I mean, inappropriate, that's, dude. That's him, though, right? Inappropriate, dude. Yeah, he yeah. means well. Yeah. He like walks over and he's like, I know that you can't lift that. I like literally know that you can't. And they're like, go away, dude. I'm trying to get strong. Here. He's like, I've seen it. And then yeah, he I've, walks yeah. away. And then it's and he like walks away. And then like you hear weights falling. And he's like, I tried yeah, to He knew it. it. Yeah, he knew, he knew that Roseanne couldn't get that bar up. Yeah, Roseanne was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan was there. Dan, Dan, the drywall man was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got an image of him now. <laughs> it took me a while. All the kids were there. Darlene was there. Oh, Darlene, yeah. She almost got kicked out. Well, she had such a bad attitude. Such mm-hmm. a bad attitude. Scrubs. And it only takes one there. to ruin it. Scrubs, Dar- other Darlene was there. Yep. No, wait, yeah. what was her name? I don't know. Her real name is Sarah Chalk. Yep. Okay. Um, I know what you're talking about. It was um, Turk was there. Turk mm-hmm. and JD both there. Yeah, both were there. Turk Doc, was working out. Dr. Cox strangely absent. Yeah, yes. which is strange. I thought he lived in the gym. I thought he did too. And the other surgeon wasn't there either, the one who's always macking on girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not there. JD was there, but he was wearing like Garden State clothes though. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. his like shirt like matched the wall. <laughs> uh-huh. um, he pushed over a lady and paralyzed her. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Tupac was there. Mm-hmm. Tupac was there. Yeah. He thought he was fooling people because he had hair. Oh, he was dressed like Biggie. <laughs> it playing. was like <laughs> he was talking I, like, like him too. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting choice of a disguise for him. But like when you yeah. think about it, it's like if you thought you saw Biggie, the last thing you would think is like, is, oh, no, uh, I is actually that, saw is, Tupac. Yeah, it's, it's actually Tupac. No, it's actually yeah. smart. Yeah, it's yeah, super it's smart. pretty good. It throws you off. But we saw through it. So. <clears throat> no, we saw right through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fat Joe was there dressed like Slim Thug. Yes, mm-hmm. Fat Joe was there dressed like Slim Thug. Mm-hmm. All of the New York Knicks were there. Every one of them. Dressed like mm-hmm. basketball players? Yeah, they were yeah. wearing the Brooklyn Nets jerseys. <laughs> they said it was cooler. <laughs> and I think that was it. 
That yeah, might have been it. That been I it, but it, so it. many people. And we the were there, of course. And we yes. were there, obviously, and we like got a pretty good pump on. I got, oh, yeah. I got my swole on. I can't. I'll tell you what. I can't wait until like mid February when everyone just goes back to their normal routines. Yep. Yes. And, and we the gym is finally ours again. You know. Yes. Go between every single machine we want to do. We mm-hmm. don't have to wait for people. <sighs> that lunk alarm, I tell you. Mm-hmm. They need to change it because I keep thinking that there's a fire. <laughs> well, that's because it keeps saying fire, fire, and then fire. I'm like, oh no, a fire, and then it goes yeah. lunk alarm, and lunk it whispers alarm. lunk alarm. Yeah. It's like fire, mm-hmm. lunk alarm, and I miss the lunk alarm part usually because I have my headphones in and I'm listening to Sevenfold. Shit, what's the name of that band? Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I was kind of disappointed that you didn't say our podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, why why aren't to? you lifting listening to us? That's what everyone else is doing. They're listening to this. They're getting I get a, it. Getting swollen. I can't because I laugh so goddamn hard that I'll <laughs> freaking drop a ball. Well, I only, I only, yeah. <laughs> to that point, I listen to Pod Jeff when I'm doing ab day. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, that's good. It's a double workout. That's smart. Yeah. I, I listen to Pod Chef and I strap the electric little quilt to my stomach and it shocks my muscles yeah. and I laugh and get shocked. And I a lot of people come abs. up to me and are like, I, I was supposed to do abs today. Instead, I just listen to your podcast. I'm sore as hell. Yeah. I'm super sore. Is that the worst thing that could happen to you at a gym? Is someone's like, what are you listening to? Or f- sees or somehow finds out that you are listening to your own podcast <laughs> at the gym? It's pretty bad. Yeah. It would be bad. It would be fun to explain. Um, and then you wouldn't be able to go back to that gym. You'd go to a new one. Yeah. yeah. Didn't stop Joe Rogan, though. He was playing his own podcast. Oh, he yeah. yeah. Well, you know. So loud. Yeah. So it's a new year, and with New Year, what does it always bring? Resolutions. Yes. Everyone's got their list, and I think we got one from Tom, didn't we? Yeah. Weirdest thing. Um, I woke up this morning like I do every morning, thank God. Thank. Mm -hmm. Thank a lot. All praises be. Got my dogs together. My wife and I went for a walk with the dogs, Mm -hmm. as one does. Came back, and... Attached to our front door with a buoy knife stabbed through it was a piece of paper. And I was like, whoa, this is not how the mail is supposed to be delivered. We just tipped the mailman. Actually, we didn't because that's illegal. Wink, wink. And this is you how he. Re- <laughs> yeah. You got. You're losing so much money to me, yeah. man. You do them every day. You it's his stop. job. It's his it's, job. Yeah, and you're not. You can say you're not supposed to. Yeah, but he's so good at it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Except for this, because I was like, oh no, he put the he stuck a Bowie knife to our door and it, it with a with a piece of paper on it. I was like, took it off very angrily. Mm-hmm. Went inside, threw it on the table, and forgot about it. What about my business? Okay. Whole thing. Uh four hours later, the wife is 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 sitting down in her in her wife chair eating bonbons. You know how they do. I, <laughs> another day. She says, Hey, what was up with that knife stuck to the door with a note in it? I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about that right away. No, you know what we did? We watched um Canada's Drag Race. We're getting through that season, second season of uh Canada's Drag Race. Hmm. Great season, a lot better than the UK season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched that and then we were just, you know, she in the bonbons and she was like, Hey, that note. And I was like, Oh, fuck, that's right. So I went and got it. Turns out it was Tom Calicchio's new year's resolutions. Oh, wow. You got them this year. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Okay. Now I feel bad because I did call in and complain about the mail carrier. Oh no. <clears throat> what did you say? I said that I've been tipping him and he's been taking the money. <gasps> So you snitched on your black male carrier. He's white, and yeah, I snitched on him hard. Okay, well, I mean, he's got a pretty nice pension he's sitting on with all those tips you've been giving. Yeah, oh my so gosh! I think he's he's probably doing all right. Yeah, he's 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 doing fine. He's okay. What are they gonna say? Uh, hey, uh, Cliff, is it? Um, take a week unpaid leave, and he's like, "Trust me, this is still paid leave." Yeah, because I'm still dipping him. Yeah, that's off the books. 
Tom's New Year's resolutions, they were typed up on an old timey printer. You can tell because there's a lot of like, the, you know, you can like white it out. Some stuff went back and did it again. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. um, it's on the back of something else. It looks to be a, based on what it is, it looks like it was at one time uh, a, a church um, flyer. Okay. Oh, a flyer for a church. Yeah. Yeah. At one yeah. time it was. It's been mm-hmm. repurposed since then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the back says, come like, to come, church. Come to church. Big, big <laughs> church event on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It says that Sunday's the day to be. And you, and it says, uh, questions, which Sunday? It says, all of them. Mm-hmm. So, mm. good and it says, which church? And it says, any of them, unless they're Jewish. I don't know why it says that. Okay. I, I, well, okay. that's bad. Yeah. Um, I have a question before we get into these. Sure. I'm sure you've skimmed over them maybe. Uh-huh. Are these like resolutions Tom has for himself or he wants us to do? These are for mm. himself. Oh, okay. but okay. he wants us to know and read He wants out, us to so know about his. Aware of it. So we can he, keep him honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like That's on cool. in all that like church stuff, it also says this is for like accountability. We are now Tom's okay. accountability buddies. Nice. That's cool. That's that's scary though. It's nice, but it's also scary because like that's one step away from kind of falling in love. That's yeah. That's the first step to falling in love is being accountable for one another. Yeah. It goes. It goes. Coffee. Accountability. Dinner. Accountability. Buddy. Sex. Sex. Marriage. Marriage. Kids. Christmas cards. Well, Christmas. not everyone does that. No. Here we go. All right. Tom's New Year's resolutions. Okay, first one. Read at least one book a month. That's good. Okay. Who has Reasonable. the time? Who has the time? That's what I think, but Tom's going to try to make time. Especially during COVID. Who has the time? Yeah, this is the time. Especially when um, you can do something else. Yeah. Oh you're asking gosh. too much. You want me to sit on my butt? I've been sitting on my butt working from home all day. There are so many things that are, let's get down to it real quick, that are better than reading books, that are more entertaining, that are easier Sometimes to the do. book is good. Sometimes the book is good, and I will read the book. Yeah. But a lot of times, I think, and I'm like, Disappointed will this in the book, book make me more interested than watching old seasons of Survivor? And the answer is usually no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then people say that the book was better. Really? This mm. thing that's words on a piece of paper that's little is better than watching it on a big TV? I watched, yeah, right. was it To Kill a Mockingjay? The book wasn't better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One time I went into a bookstore and asked for The Adventures of Tom Huck, I think. <laughs> and they and laughed me out Finn. of the store. <laughs> Just because you combined two books and I did two. Okay. Number two. Eat out less. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, that's kind of hard, though, because he runs a restaurant. Yeah. So he's going to be out. Yeah, but you got to make effort. This is We need to be better in 2022. About making effort? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this wasn't your list. It's not. It's Tom's list. I'm making okay. no effort. Okay. Number three. Learn to slow down and appreciate what is around me more. That's sweet. That's a good one. It's, it's nice. hard to do sometimes, you know, especially with Tom. He's a busy guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot going Super on. Super busy. Yeah. That's good. Now, is this re- referencing to the fact that he knows that he took a photo with you last year and acted like you were invisible? It could be. It could be the fact that he pretended like he didn't know me when I ran into him at his restaurant, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, we do your podcast," and he said, "Who are you?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if he was slowing down, he might be like, "Oh yeah, yeah I, I recognize your voice." Yeah. Yes. Uh, number four: Teach the boys to judge food so they can take over me when I pass from natural causes, or one of them commits regicide against me. Oh. Is, are we the boys or his his sons? Yeah. Which boys is he talking about? I assumed his sons, but now it could be us. Right? It's wow. it reads like he's talking right to us. We would take over as judges. Man, man. If if what I hear is true about what's going on between the judges, get me on that show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start uh, working out my palate. <laughs> Someone introduce me to Gail, please. Number five. <laughs> Uh, is get a Michelin star by any means necessary. 
Whoa. Mm. So he could just mean steal someone else's Michelin yeah, star. Yeah, he could take one. He could go, you know, with like you know, a big butcher knife or something like that. Yeah. And just like Shave knock it, it off. off the sign of, mm-hmm. you know, did you know that, or whatever. Did you know that a, an auto shop can earn a Michelin star too? Really? Yeah. Mm. But that's like assuming that they have like really great apps and a great wine list that includes a lot of like natural wines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. When I got my oil changed, I also want a uh, rocket salad with shaved fennel and uh, uh, radicchio. You're, you're being sarcastic, but don't you though? Don't you want that when you're getting your oil changed? Yes, I do more than anything. But instead, they offer me bad coffee. Yeah. And, and Maury like, on hey, TV. Hey, here's the vending machine that hasn't been changed in a year. Yeah, coffee and Maury on TV. Yeah, here's an auto trader. Read it. Yeah, enjoy watching Maury on TV. You don't read. <laughs> you don't read auto trader. You peruse it looking for a purchase. Next, trick Padma into shaving her head. Okay. This is this is something he wants to do in the year? I guess so, yeah. Is this a yeah. resolution for him? Yeah. Is he looking for more... Bald people on the show by any means oh, necessary? Could be, yeah. Mrs. Cliff. I've seen Cliff. I wonder if this has to stuff. do with the movie that he wrote. Mm. Could be. Like uh, Hollywood hazing happening here. Next. Uh, grow hair, which is something I can do, but I have until this point chosen not to do. Okay. Uh, okay. And that's a little insight on how that works. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. He's got some kind of ability where he can just stop his hair from growing. Mm-hmm. Well, think about all the energy he can put towards other things if he's like trained his body. Don't put any energy or resources towards growing hair. Put it towards other stuff. You know those guys who can slow their heartbeat down so they can dive deep underwater and not breathe for like five minutes? That's what he does mm-hmm. with hair. Dolphins. Yeah, they're called special forces. Yes, you know the special forces guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's been repressing his hair because it comes out and the way it looks is is like offensive in some way. Because <laughs> there is that picture of him standing next to Hulk Hogan and you're like, who's who? That's right. Uh-huh. That offensive yeah. Hulk Hogan hair. Well, the shirt he's wearing is offensive. That's why it was offensive. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. the hair grows into this offensive shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The shirt is a Black Bart Simpson playing basketball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great shirt. Good for a friend gift. Uh, next. Uh, Beyond Iron Chef, the Japanese one. The American one is bullshit. Why did you say it like that? What? You said Beyond Iron Chef. Why I did, did not. Yes you, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Why did you say it like that? Yeah, you well, must have heard that. We'll have to edit it out if you get Brian. <laughs> but you'll, you can go through the edit. Does the Japanese one still exist? I didn't know if they were still doing it or not. Do they do Iron Chef at all or is it done now? I think they just call it Chef. It's just chef now. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I feel I like it's an achievable goal for him. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if it does still exist, he's a good chef. I want to see him go against Bobby Flay. Yeah. Could he beat Bobby Flay? Could he yeah. beat Bobby Flay? Oh, yeah. Could he beat Bobby Flay? No, that's an episode I want to see. He yeah. like opens up the back curtain and it's Tom Colicchio and Bobby's like, are you, are you guys joking? What is this? Yeah. I, here's my worry if he goes on that show is like, because we, what we know about him. Mm. I feel like it's like, you know, we'd go to a cut where it's like Bobby is, you know, whatever, making his hamburger or something. And then like Tom would just be behind him with his knife. Mm-hmm. Just go up and just like hold his knife to his throat uh-huh. and just tell him he's like slowly put down the spatula, <laughs> throw it all out. And then he mm-hmm. makes him come over to his station and cook his thing for him mm-hmm. with a knife to yeah. his throat the entire time. And he goes, well, it looks like I won because I'm the only one who can present food, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty deep. I mean, interesting episode, I guess. Not as hilarious as they normally are, but I put it behind the paywall, I think. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, this one's nice for us. Make time to be a guest on Pod Chef. Holy Toledo. Now, if we can lock this in, that would be huge for yes. us and Tom. Yes, really big for the show. Would really yeah. legitimize the show and everything we've talked about prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um,. And it, it it has really all just been a scheduling reason that he has yeah, to come that's, on. Yeah, every time we ask him, he's like, hey, I'm too busy, hey, I can't this week, let's circle back in a month or two when things slow down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Busy guy. Mm-hmm. 
And he has all these new things he wants to do too. Like this next one, convince Gail to be my partner for the amazing race. Now, why would Tom want to spend a lot of time with Gail running around doing stuff? He wants to be on the amazing race. I feel like he is not a good person to be on amazing race. Right. That's a weird one. I, I, that's another one. I, I mean, I feel like the him being on the show is really easy for us to hold him accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Super easy. But the amazing race. I don't know, I how, don't know how to do make it. him accountable. To that. Yeah. What am I going to keep asking him? Hey, how's the amazing race going? Just kind of make yeah. sure they keep supplying, I guess, that he sends in his videos. Okay. I can do that, Jack. All right. We got two more here. Uh, record a number one hit song. Hmm. Okay. I haven't heard any of his music until yeah, now. Neither have I. So I didn't know he was a musician. So he's been dabbling. He's been dabbling. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he can do it. I guess there was a point, I feel like, where he was working on music simultaneously while doing scripts, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. So that does kind of check out. I guess it depends on whatever chart he tries to get on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's thinking Billboard. I think he's thinking one of the other charts, mm-hmm. like a doctor's chart. Either that or like the chart um, in the coffee shop of a college campus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does that chart say? It's like the um, one that says like how to do CPR. Yeah, it says how to do CPR, and then it's got little tabs at the bottom where you can pull someone's phone number, contact information. Okay. Mm-hmm. To do CPR. Mm-hmm. Pull that and you call, and you prank call that person, and then they feel bad that weekend. And they're never going to put up that sign again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for putting in that sound bite, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. Uh, all right, last one. Uh, this one says, Make another black friend. I already have one. We are good friends. I, That's all it says. Well, okay, so just another. I, I don't like putting a number to it. Like, I feel like you should just seems like he wants to. Like he wants to just go out to the world and make friends in general, and you'll you know you'll make a black friend. He wants mm-hmm. to. I feel like if you just put, I want to make another. He's like, I'm gonna cap myself at being friendly and cordial to one black person next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Like he's get, like someone's gonna try and talk to him who's black, and he'll be like, yeah, all like, right, I'm I'm all filled up. Um, okay? I hit my quota quite early this year. Thank you. Though. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay. I mean, this Thank might you. be the one time where Tom actually can get away with saying, Negro, please. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And that's the cops taking him away. <laughs> going to jail. Yeah. These are all good sound bites you're doing. <laughs> and those are all Tom's uh, New Year's resolutions. Okay. Uh, like cool. we've said, I think we can only hold him to the one where he comes on the show. Really, the strongest one we have uh, influence over. But uh, I'm really going to research that uh, Amazing Race one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like, like to see. To see I, yeah, I, I like to see him and Gail do that. I think yeah. it would. Did they do nice. Celebrity Amazing Race? Is that a thing that happened? I or has happened? Thinking no the same thing. If they haven't, they should. Because I they would watch really that. should. You guys know that Zach Galifianakis joke about the Amazing Race? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> And we can let, you know, the listeners look those up. Yeah. Look it up. It's funny. Who's Zach Galifianakis? You in a hangover? I I don't know what that means. All right. So let's move on. That was Tom's (laughs) resolutions. Um, Let's move on to Chefs I Prepared for You. This is a segment we do every episode. And just like before, uh, this is where we talk about what we had for dinner last night. And only last night presented to you as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. I'll go first. Last night. I prepared for you pepperoni pizza, pan pizza from Pizza Hut, and homemade arugula salad with lime juice. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. You don't call it rocket? I don't call it rocket. Why would I call it rocket? That's the British people call arugula. They call it rocket. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. And you've been to London. I have been to London town, haven't I? They call it rocket there. Put some rocket on it, mate. Oi! Oi, this sandwich Oi. ain't got enough rocket on it. Give me some of that rocket, yeah? If this, if you bring that plate over here and put it in front of me and it's not full of rocket. Excuse me, Gerald. I asked for rocket on here. And that's kind of like all the British people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You get all the classes there. 
chefs, I prepared for you um, my chicken salad. This is a third made. time in a row, I think. This I so uh, this is a record. I'm not pocket watching, Reese. This is chefs I prepare for you. The past whatever month or two has been a real low point. I think for all of us, <laughs> the tables have turned. I am now the daddy, and you're the little baby. Eat the same thing every week. It's mm-hmm. not. It's it's come in a weird cycle where I I haven't really cooked anything. Tonight I'm making tamales, which I'm finishing tomorrow. I made the meat tonight. Going in the fridge. Nice. Going to marinate overnight, and then I nice. make them tomorrow. That's impressive. Tomorrow is very hard to make. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the, you do it in the corn husk? So I am going to do it in the corn husk. Last year I wow. did it in the banana leaves, which was um, good. It's easier, or at least it was easier for me to like do the spread in the banana mm-hmm. leaves. Didn't get them this year. I did corn husk, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Wow. That's what I'll spend my time doing. But uh, last night I made chicken salad, and it was okay. Mm, yeah, that sounds like an okay meal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of British stuff, chefs, last night I procured for you. There's this lovely spot in uh, Upper Montclair called the Pie Store. And what they do there is they sell British savory pies. And my wife and I have taken a liking to their chana masala pasty, which is a little pasty full of chana masala. And it's quite good. We each had one. We also thought we'd try something different because they have another uh, vegetarian pasty. Now I'm Australian. And that went in. And it is sweet potato and blue cheese. And it mm. and, we, and we each got one. We got that. We got two, we got two China masalas to, to, to have each. And we got one of the blue cheese and sweet potato to try. And that one was fucking gross. Oh, it was no. so disgusting. Uh, that's what I was about to ask you. I was going to ponder, how is that as a pairing? Sweet potato and blue cheese, was it? Truly awful. Like, it, <laughs> like it, it, like, it sounds kind of bad, but why? It was fucking so bad. And that place is good. And you I think, think it's because. open on Boxing Day? The, no, they weren't. No. Mm, of course. Here's the thing. Me is blue cheese is good when it's a dressing and it's for wings. That's when it's good. Blue cheese, when it is a block of blue cheese, is gross. And to have that and to, like, melt that down into something and the smell of it. And baking it. And the blue cheese of it all. Yeah, that's not good. What else was in it? Sweet potatoes. Onions and sweet potatoes. Those aren't a pairing. Where have you ever been where sweet potatoes and onions are paired with blue cheese? It was truly terrible. Like... Rubbish! Did it they was have a awful. Big smile on their face when they hand that over to you. you. The thing is, is they didn't have them ready to go. Usually, they're like ready to go in their little um, fridge. You take them home, you reheat them. They didn't have them in there. I asked if they had them ready, and she said, "I've not put it in the oven yet, but would you like to do a take and bake?" And I said, "Sure, I'll do a take and bake." And it was the biggest mistake of my life. To oh, take and bake no. that pasty, because boy, Why oh boy, it, it was never so do a take and bake. So yes. gross. <laughs> well, so wait, so did you do the baking then? Yeah, but it's literally just like she had it oh. all like folded into a little pasty, mm-hmm. and I just stuck it in the oven. Uh-huh. Okay. She even put the egg wash on it. It just okay. what was gross about it was that it was full of blue cheese and onions and sweet potatoes. Yeah, that doesn't sound. Ugh. It was fucking awful. Yeah. I don't know who that's for. Who is that for? Well, I have a question. What made you pick that one? Because it was the only other vegetarian one. Oh, okay. That seems like that's just the other vegetarian stuff they had in the store. So like, oh, let's throw this together. That must have been what it was. Or or what it could have been was a it was a dare. Yeah. It might have been a birdies bots jelly hey, bean Mike. situation. Uh-huh. Hey, Mike, can you believe I'm putting this pie, Mike? Yeah. Look at this. What kind of nut job's going to come in here and ask for this one? I'm going to fill this to your pasty with a bunch of blue cheese and sweet potatoes and onions. I've got a proper good idea, right? They come in. We don't even bake it. We tell them to take it home, bake it themselves. I want to bake that nasty shit here in our store. <laughs> yeah, it's going to stink you up take the that home. You take that home. Stick up your own kitchen. <laughs> Look at that stupid American taking that piece of shit home to stink <laughs> up his own kitchen and throw up his trash can. You know what it smells like in here? Regret. 
<laughs> you know what it don't smell like in here? Blue cheese and sweet <laughs> yeah. potatoes and onions. Yeah. Right, he won't be back. Truly putrid. <laughs> One of the grossest things I've ever had in my entire life. Now, I wonder, did this make anyone sick? Someone in my house was sick afterwards. She had. She managed to eat, to eat two bites of one. I couldn't get one bite down. That might have done it. That might be two bites too many. Hmm. Old two buck Chuck. Though it cost $10. $10 <laughs> thrown down the drain. Damn. $10 taken bake. Oh, boy. New year. Yeah. Well, I think that pie proves that uh, when it comes to food, it's all about the elements that make up the food. And on that, we'll be right back after this. I could have sworn it was about being in your element that you were going to talk about. Pie chap. And we're back. Season 5, Episode 5 of Pod Chef. Season 4, Episode 5 of Top Chef. Turn on your Hulu app, press play. Or if you have uh, Fire TV, you can press the little voice button and say, open up uh, Season 4, Top Chef on mm. Hulu. And um, it works. It listens to you. Um, so then you press play, and now you are now synced up with us right now as we talk about the mm-hmm. elements. Yep, if you have a laser five. disc player, get the laser disc that is season four, episode mm-hmm. five, The Elements. Part one. Put it in that machine, however that works. Put it in, slide the, the catch so it doesn't come out and mm. locks it in. Um I used to have laser disc. Um Are so hundred years old. Um, no, my dad is. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is your dad a hundred years old? <laughs> He's a hundred years old. Um this is it's a banger a, of an episode. It's it's a banger. A real banger. It starts slow though. I will let's say let's be honest. It oh, starts yeah. real slow and real boring, but boy oh boy does it end it with off. fireworks with insanity, um, which we will get to. And this this podcast episode is going to end with fireworks. I bought fireworks. Um, so let's start. Let's go right into the quick fire. It's a taste test quick fire, aka the substitute teacher is in class this week, and we can all. You know, start rolling up our papers and throwing out spit wads because the mm-hmm. real teacher's on vacation. So mm-hmm. they didn't have anything planned for the quick fire, but this taste test of ingredients. This is an episode that's a budget episode. You do this to save money so you don't have to bring in someone else and you don't have to make something and throw away food. Um, yeah. Yep. What do you guys think pay, about this? Just got to pay for Ming Syke yeah. to come in. and be, He's so cheap. He's so be, cheap. Yeah, very cheap. He's basically there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. He's there they for talk it. about he, how he he works for a meal. Sorry, God. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say they talk about how your palate as a chef is the most dangerous thing you can have, mm-hmm. and you got to keep it sharp and you got to keep it um, agile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it it shows in this challenge. Some people are more dangerous than others. Um. So dangerous that they almost fuck up Padma. They do. You do notice this that they made Padma like they 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 tried to like everything with Padma. They tried to oversexualize at this point, but it's like she's the one that has to hold up the blindfold. Mm-hmm. She's the one that has to put mm-hmm. the blindfold on mm-hmm. people. Um, you can't have Ming doing it. Yeah, no, no, no. He can't. He doesn't know how to do it. It's an interesting. <laughs> so well, this it's not just a normal taste challenge of like. Is this sentiment or not, or whatever? It's what's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Can you which one's more the money? not more expensive? Which one's more high quality? This is kind of fun. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I'd have been really bad at this caviar. Me too. I, I think I, I would have been it. able to do this easy. Really? Oh yeah, especially the syrup. Oh my god, you can you can taste the difference in real syrup and fake syrup. I think so. That was probably fine, but like the caviar. Uh, well, I've never had caviar, so that would probably have been a problem. Soy sauce. I don't do anything soy, so that would have been a problem. Mm. What if they did peanut butter? I like the bad peanut butter better. Oh, the peanut, right. the bad peanut butter is so much better. So much I would have spit it out because I hate peanut butter. Oh okay, can we talk I about that? It's yeah. <laughs> like my favorite thing. I fucking I love eat it peanut all butter. The time. I take a Wait, big are you, are you, are you creamy? Day. Are you creamy or crunchy? I'll take either, man, as long as it's like solidified and not oily and gross. Fuck that oily shit. I can't. Now I just want to put a caveat on this. I don't like pure spreadable peanut butter, right? But I'll eat a peanut butter cookie. I'll eat something that has peanut butter flavoring. Like I've had um, pad thai, um, but 
I don't like for whatever reason it's the spread that bothers me because it like is stuck in my mouth on the roof of my mouth and I'm trying to get it off. So I'm just like, oh, this is so salty. It's so good. It's delicious. Real? Yeah, pe- have you ever had real peanut butter? No, it's gross. Yeah, yeah it, it has gross. no. no I real want it taste. to be full of sugar <laughs> and just a big block of Jiffy. <laughs> choosy moms choose Jiff, and God damn it, I'm a choosy mom. I want Jiff. <laughs> Super yeah. crunchy, extra crunchy, and I want to, I want to crunch it, baby. I got a huge little container of that downstairs with my name on it right now. So great, and so it does good. have your name on it because yeah. it stops fights in your house. Yeah, no one else yeah. could touch it. Yeah, I'm looking at you, little chef. <laughs> Just kidding. He's he's scared of peanut yeah. butter. <laughs> um, the only reason I have peanut butter in my house is to put it on a mouse trap. Oh damn! It sits and just collects dust. Choosing mice, it... choosing mice, choose Jeff. They do. They do. That's why they don't like the store-bought version I got. I went and got uh, Jeff or Peter Pan. They're gobbling that shit up. Remember when Peter Pan killed people? I don't know if we can talk about he that. He does stab people. I watched I Hook if, recently. I don't know if we can talk about that. I don't you watched Hook recently? First time? Yeah. Uh, no, I've seen it. This I is dangerous watched waters. It. These are it's, dangerous waters. Spoiler alert. Everyone wants to fuck Peter Pan in that movie. <laughs> it's real weird. It's real weird. <laughs> Watch it again, people. Um, so yeah, they did this challenge. Um and the girl and goat doesn't do very well. She gets six out of fifteen correct. That's right. That's not very good. But I think it doesn't Blaze matter. Blaze was like, anyone who can't do this should pack their shit and go. No, yeah. Ming said that. He's like, Can't do this, you pack and has to go home yeah. now. Yeah. And she was like, so should I go? And they're like, No, he's just being, you know, he's trying to do some B roll. Um, so Antonio wins. She guesses 11 out of 15 correct. She was stoked um, to do this. She was like, I which love means, this challenge. Yeah, which means mm-hmm. she has, and this is Tom's words, she has the best tongue game of all the chefs. Mm-hmm. That's what Tom said? That's what Tom said. That was Tom's words. So let's talk about the elimination challenge because it's a ninja challenge. <clears throat> they have to uh, split into four groups of three based on the classical elements, earth, water, fire, and air. And each team had to create a meal based on their assigned elements. For 80 people, Chicago Celebrity Chef Meals on Wheels fundraiser. Now, this is a ninja challenge because they got to harness all the elements just like the ninja villages. And everyone knows what I'm talking about. And when the earth needed him the most, the avatar disappeared. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then something amazing happened. We found him. My the brother fuck and I. What are you guys talking him. about? I'm talking the about Avatar: Last Airbender. I was talking about Naruto. Um, kind of same thing. Yeah, kind of same thing. Carrie wanted nice to. Ca- Carrie had us watching this uh, anime basketball show and yesterday. Here's the segue. <laughs> that is like basketball, but an anime. Yep. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. What's it called? It's called like Karuku who plays basketball or something like that. Karukuban who plays basketball or something like that. Yeah, and it's about these like five great basketball players, six who are like the legends, and then they split Mm -hmm. up amongst all the other schools. And now the one who was like the mysterious one that does the best passing uh, wants to help this other guy beat all the other guys. Mm -hmm. He's got to harness the four elements. I feel like that's a show Kyrie would be into. Yeah. 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 He would. Yeah, he's coming back, baby. Yeah. He's going to be rusty. I saw a report that Bradley Beal's vaccinated, too. So before we go further into this elimination challenge, I just want to say this whole episode, I know you're watching on mute, but this whole episode is a case study on why mature communication is necessary because there's a lot of instances in this episode where people, if they just communicated directly and maturely with one another would have saved headache at the end of the show. Probably would have avoided all of the fireworks at the end of the show. It is funny because there you see a couple of examples of people that are really against what the group wants to make mm-hmm. or really for one thing and one person is against it. And it's interesting to see like how that plays out because it's like in the team with Dale, it's like Lisa's like, no, this, you know, whatever the hell they were going to do. I don't know what it was. This is too small or whatever. And then they did very well. She yeah. was wrong. Let's listen to some of the drama with uh, Dale's team. In all components on the dish, we haven't determined what it's going to look like, how it's going to taste. And I'm like, no, f*** this. I am not going home for this. This is freaking out. 
I know. I was a little pissed off. I wanted to tell Lisa. It's fine. All right, it's going to be okay. We'll talk about the dish. Don't worry. Have some faith. But what if we, like, stop? Mm -hmm. Have some faith. You got to have faith, the faith, the faith. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, like, had his arm around her. And he, like, kind of brought her in kind of, like, in a very... It's like a very kind of good fellow's way. It's like, don't worry about it. The dish is going to be kind of, you, You're yeah. worrying too much. It's going to be fine. You're so upset. You're upset over nothing. Yeah. This is all, this is something small. It's okay. Go over and there. It, get some endives. Then he Just slapped her on the <laughs> face a couple of times. Like, come on. You, you're all riled up over nothing. Huh? Mm. Calm down. Capiche, huh? It's going to be fine. So this episode, Richard is uh, decided to change into his sous vide boy out outfit. And he's going to be sous vide salmon. A whole bunch of salmon fillets are going in the jacuzzi. And we'll get more on that later. Trust me. Because <laughs> that comes into play. Because Tom decides to come in and talk to uh, the chefs. And let's get two examples of how Tom <laughs> interacted with the chefs when he came to do his drive-by. Hey, Spike, you want to join us over here? How's it working with uh, Antonio and Zoe? It's a pleasure. Pleasure. With them. Women, finally. I love it. <laughs> Good. Okay. Good times. Who's responsible for each piece of the dish? It was completely collaborative, I think. That's the answer you're usually going to get from everybody. Who's cooking the mushrooms? I'm going to cook the mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> Who's making the, the sunchoke uh, aioli? Well, I've peeled the sunchokes. We're also going to caramelize sunchokes. Who's making it? Who's making it? Okay, we're peeling it. You can't screw up peeling it, so who's making it? All right, good. I'll just get back to it. Thanks, Chef. Yeah. When he asks you who's making it, he doesn't mean walk me through the entire process of how to make an aioli. I know how to do that. Tell me who's actually putting it together. Who's firing it? Yeah, not how it works. I know yeah. how it works. I'm a freaking chef. This is my I'm show. I know how everything works I'm here. Freaking top chef doing here. it. Yeah. Also, um, he calls Spike over. Spike doesn't want to come over. He just kind of yep. like slowly, kind of like walks over Drags his way. Feet. He's like, "I'm, you know, I'm so happy. I'm with these other ladies." Antonia yeah. rolls her eyes. <laughs> yeah, she's not happy about it. Um, well, he's also wearing a shirt that says, "Men rule, women drool." Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has that shirt on. Funny shirt. Funny, super funny. Well, this mm-hmm. was a different time. Yeah, you could wear shirts like that. So this is when Tom goes and talks to the water team. Good, how's it going? So what is your element? Our element's water. Water. It's all by the blue aprons. Of course. To me, I think a rapport with Tom in this competition is an important factor. What are you making? We're going to do a poached poach fish. Okay. Who poaches, who poaches fish anymore? Uh, three chefs in blue aprons. We do have a jacuzzi. Don't know if he's got a good poker face or, you know, the Richard Blaze charm has just worn off on Tom Colicchio. And I'm worried. I'm concerned. So that was Richard Blaze keeping up the rapport with Tom Colicchio. I, it felt a lot like to me, it transported me back to being at, at an open mic. And there's like an excited comic who's like new to doing comedy. And they think, oh, it's just about doing jokes and I'm, I'm going to love it. But they don't realize that they're at an open mic with mostly other comics and they're doing their jokes and everyone's just staring at him like Tom was staring at him. And he's like, okay, I guess they don't like my jokes. And it's, it has nothing to do with your jokes. Your material's good. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom was sitting in the back with his like notepad. Yeah. And like and Blaze is throwing some over the, you know, right over yeah. the plate. And then Tom is just kind of like smirking, like turns over and Pat yeah. is there. And he's kind of like, you can see him like whispering something. And they kind of chuckle at each other. Yeah. And it's like clear they're talking about Blaze and his yeah. material. It's like, if you find something funny, just laugh. It's, it'll be okay. It's tough, yeah. you know, because in this situation, Blaze is the Pete Holmes and Tom Calico is the, is the Artie Lang. You know, yeah. this old hardened comedian yeah. is not going to laugh at Pete Holmes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's charming. He's tall. He yeah. goes, he's, he's funny as shit. He's going to, he sleeps with Lauren Lapliss so and then Jamie Lee. Yeah. And that he's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Artie Lang's not going to laugh at that. He's already fucking Lang. He hangs out with yeah. the fucking guy. You know, the guy. Howard Stern. With the hair. Howard Stern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been Private rocking parts. with him since the nineties. Okay, yeah, doing it big. You. you tall Christian. Yeah, you're not funny. There also was a fun part where they interview Mark, and Mark is talking about um, the kitchen that they're in, and he talks. He's like, "It's so big, my it's 
it's like um, Yankee Stadium. It's like, <laughs> it's like first of all, <laughs> reference. <laughs> first of all, you're in Chicago, so say Wrigley. Yeah. <laughs> Yankees Stadium. Um, Yankees. Yankees Stadium. Stadium. That's good job, Mark. That's what you'd like, right? Not a big Mark episode. No, Could've he does get he, he does get a talking to though at the end of the episode. He does. Um, that's all he gets in this episode. But um, yeah. So um, let's just cut to them doing the the food. You know, Richard was putting the fish in the jacuzzi, but it would have been nice if he took the scales off the salmon um, before he served it because that's not good. The amount of scales that Ming got in his mouth went from like two to, to five, five to, to seven like seven to eleven he was like i was i had a mouth full of scales yeah it was like a a, a game of telephone yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh like it mm-hmm. started with him saying i have one scale in my salmon fillet and then it turned into i have some I, mail I, yeah, I have, I have some, on my plate. Uh, yeah, I have some gale. I have some yeah. male gale. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love to play in my bidet. Yeah, that's what and it turns like. Into. Doesn't make like, any sense at all. There's no way that that's how this started. You're talking about fish. Yeah. It also didn't look. It just looked too orange. Like I don't know. It looked weird. They said that it was like mushy. Mm-hmm. It didn't. So we, we listen. We got a sous vide. Expert yeah. over here. What, what are your feelings on sous vide <clears throat> salmon? So here's my thing: when you sous vide salmon, I believe it's like two hours. So I don't think they had two hours time by the time he put the sous vide. Yeah, in. they had two hours exactly, but that was like yeah. So mm-hmm. he like I don't even know if he cooked them all the way through. Okay. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. That's maybe why the, they were still so orange because I've sous vide salmon. It doesn't come out mushy. It's just like almost steamed kind of, but it. it Changes the orange a little bit, not that bright orange that they got. I don't know how they got that. They must have had proper salmon. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with Tom. Why would you do that? <laughs> like, I, I think it's enough just doing a fish. Their yeah. water, you can do a couple other mm-hmm. elements, but to also be like, it's a hat on a hat, which I feel like Blaze does a lot of. Yeah, he does. He's like, I got to do it in a jacuzzi too. It's like, eh, you don't need it that way. It's not necessary when you're a contestant, but that energy he has is great for a host. Mm. And if and, he yeah. takes our job, yeah, if he takes our job, I swear. So, the shrimp was hot. It was a hot dish, literally and figuratively. Everyone liked it. Um, Do you guys watch the? Um, oh my goodness, is my my dog is howling. Do you guys watch the uh, Allison Roman shrimp cocktail video? Came out I haven't Tuesday? watched it. Yet. So <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch Allison Roman videos anymore. You got uh, blocked, right? Yeah, like I got blocked after I kept sending her messages to come on the podcast. And it's like that blocking like goes to the videos too. So yeah. it's like you don't have access. There's some my, kind of parental control yeah. that she has over your YouTube. My literal YouTube account is blocked from searching or finding Allison Roman videos. And then after that, I send her a message being like. We can be mature adults about this. You didn't have to block me. Yeah, uh, I, you could just yeah, you <laughs> could have just you could have just said you did want to come on the show, and I would have left you alone forever. Mm. Um, cop show by the way, I read your New York Times article. Um, Do you, I haven't read it yet, but is it about how she's sorry that she was said a bad thing and kind of ruined her career, and she came uh, back? No spoilers, no spoilers. Right. I can't talk about it legally, so yeah, so. she kind of uh, assassinated her own career by being a white lady who just says whatever she wants to and has found her way back. Speaking of white ladies who say whatever they want, let's listen to the diners review some of the food. <laughs> ouch, indeed. She said ouch as she was just staring at the camera. Yeah. Which they, so for a couple things about this, um, burn one not as easy as it looks huh because you stumbled over your words you almost said chop chef <laughs> instead of top chef so She's it's not that easy to deliver lines on camera is it um and number two stop looking directly in the camera you want to look either to the left or the right of the camera to make it look like you're looking at someone else not directly at the camera mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah but and that's she... the thing that's what madonna's brother did in the mm-hmm. previous season when he mm-hmm. was freaking burning their asses during mm-hmm. restaurant week he was doing it to his friends with a big smirk on his face mm-hmm. not to camera yeah. yeah which is why he got a second 
episode after that. Mm-hmm. They were yeah, like, you're actually up. you're actually popping on camera. He we did it right. He got picked up. That. that woman got it right though. Someone from the team did go home though. She wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good palate. So Solid I want Brian to go find the face Dale makes when Lisa asks him to burn the sign for fire after this <laughs> and make put this on the Instagram when you post this episode because it is a perfect face. I'll find it for you. When you say go oh, find okay. it, is, it that is a great moment. It is the perfect face. Dale makes a face when Lisa says, should we burn the sign that says fire because it's like fire and we can get like good energy going? Dale makes a face while it's burning. That he's just like, ah, I brought my kid to work today. He is so fed up with he's Lisa. And it, so I, I, can you imagine just the little snippets we see until we get to the end, which we will play? Oh my God. He, oh, he, it's so passive aggressive. The amount of things that must be on the cutting room floor of mm-hmm. how angry he is and just mm-hmm. like trying to keep himself in check until it just all blows up at the end. Speaking of, this is probably the thing that like pushed it overboard. Lisa wins. Mm. And she wins a trip for two to Italy. And, you know, this whole episode's made her look like a ball of fun. So that's good for her. She can take someone with her to Italy. And Dale is outwardly bitter about it. He is. Yeah, he says it. For He's bacon? Like, you kidding me? She, she made to... bacon. I make bacon all the time and no one takes me to Italy. No one takes me to Italy. She didn't even want to freaking do the bacon. I made yeah. her do the bacon. I made her do the bacon. So... She has this cool way where she cooks the bacon, where she lines all the fat parts together so they fuse together, mm-hmm. and then she cuts them out. Yes. Mm. And it's a miso kind of flavor to it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. So the Earth team was called into Judge's table, and they immediately were called out for seasoning 101. They forgot to season their food mm-hmm. properly. And Spike did mention that earlier on in the episode. Like, I think this stuff is a little under seasoned. And, you know, he got pushback as he did. Most of the episode got pushed back on some of the things he was trying to do. Um, my, but, uh, one of my favorite parts is they, they kind of go in a little bit on Blaze over yes. the salmon. Yes, and they, it, yes, they do. Padma asks, like, who like, – I, I think she asks, like, who was responsible or did you clean the salmon or whatever? And he, mm-hmm. he just he was like – what do you mean in what regard? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, he is, he does yeah. have the bullshitting part down yeah. where it's just like, in he just tries regard? to, def- like, what else does she fucking mean? What Nothing do you like mean? Cleaning a salmon. In what, this, I don't in know. You, get to clean this, you mean like washing off the salmon? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I washed it off. I ran it in the water yeah. and it had like, it dry. And actually, I think it was really good, which is another thing I love when they're yeah. like, no, I think it was good. And they're all telling them it was bad. And, and then it's it like, had scales. Well, He's like, I think maybe one or two scales were on it. At, and at Ming's most. like, I found at a most. thousand. There were a thousand <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> he opened his he mouth spits and them out. just they, fell they out of his mouth. Yeah. out of his mouth. But he's like, I don't know what to tell you. That's not what I saw. That's and not Tom's the reality like, I'm experiencing. <laughs> yeah. Tom's like, look, there's a whole fish in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, he's scale. Yeah. <laughs> scale back on the sous vide and scale your fish more. Ming uh, said, I said I'd work for scale, but not this. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So he Spike, says, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say he also makes another cooking one hundred and one comment about seasoning, so that comes up multiple times. Yeah, they got a season, man. Mm-hmm. Put a lot of salt on your food if you're on Top Chef. If you're on Top Chef, make it salty. Salt everything. It's better yeah. be too salty than not salty. I had a friend in high school who used to put salt on his McChicken nuggets. Holy shit. <laughs> Those are already so salty. Is he, is he still okay? Is he still around? I yeah, think he's so. Good. He's got two kids. All right. Okay. I think he listens to this. He's probably thirsty. Hey, always nice to meet a fan. I think he messaged me on Xbox. I was like, hey, I listened to your podcast the other day, and I just didn't respond to it. You're, you're like, hey, do you like Audience it? Audience retention. <laughs> Audience retention. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, because his, because it was like, hey, we listened to it. <laughs> like I get no, a lot of like, that. With no, like, it was good or it was bad. So, like, what am I? I don't, you know, what am I gonna say? Well, here's what I take from that. Usually, someone doesn't go out of their way to reach out to you if they haven't a long time. If they've listened to it and they hated it. Here's a question: If someone mm. saw an improv show and just said, "I saw your improv show," and then didn't say anything about if they liked it or if you were good in it afterwards, it does that mean that well, that's different? Bad, right? They're it's upset because they paid money. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're upset because they, they paid $15. money. They had to leave their house to see it. Like they couldn't just watch it in the comfort of wherever they were. Yeah. And they could have just, just waited and seen it on the Wit YouTube page in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for so, free. For free. Um so Spike gets snarky with Antonio at judge's table, and he's finally learning how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And Zoe gets sent home. Let's listen. Zoe, please pack your knives and go. Yeah, I'm going to stop it there because she has like a minute and a half of a goodbye. So she's going home. Zoe's going home and she's yeah. not going to be back. So the, the only couple that was on the show is, is split up. And you think after this, you know, you're like, oh, God, man, that's crazy. I can't wait for the next episode. But this show then drops you a drama alert. And this is where this is where things get wild. Let's yeah. listen. You should have taken the back seat on this one. No, I shouldn't. Maybe. I'm not here to take the back seat on anything. Well, maybe you should be considerate about other people's opinions. You know what? I, what did That's I say? That's what you should have done. It's been said, considerate that the two people that were working with you wanted to do butternut squash too. Did I say I would do it? And you didn't want to do it at all. Did I say I would do it? I didn't say that. No, you said you wouldn't do it. Really? I did? I said I wouldn't do it? Absolutely. Stand behind your dick. How many times did I try to explain to you why Stand we should do butternut squash soup? Oh. And what, what did Stand Meg say? Stand behind oh, your soup dish. would have been the most brilliant idea Stand in the world. Stand behind your dish. If I had Then immunity, you would just sit back and not do anything. I would You would just sit back and not do anything. of the other two. And I said decisions. I would do soup. No way. I didn't say that? No way. It's on film. No way. It's on film, no way. sweetheart. No you would just put your teammate in the ground. So, so, so what? Yeah, so, so fucking what? That's weak shit. It's, All right, we get your f***ing point, you're just making it worse. I'm sure you would have liked to see me go home instead of her because Earth lost. Cry over it all night long, okay? That was not the person Bullsh- to So by saying it over and over again is going to make yeah, it better. You get to bitch and whine about everything you f***ing feel about. I don't say s***. The one minute I say s*** about something, you going to talk s***. That's bullsh**. So I want to give everyone who maybe isn't watching along the play-by-play of what just happened. So Spike Uh yells at Antonia for not letting him do the soup. True. Uh Jen snaps at Spike for not sticking up for Zoe. Dale then says that's weak shit to Spike. And Lisa tells him that he's making it worse. Dale then loses his shit on Lisa for complaining about him complaining about them. And then mm-hmm. Jen kicks a chair over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's what you just heard. Boy, oh boy, are things heating up on season four. And we're at the midway point, too. Dale with a bit of a uh, code switching there. <laughs> that moment, he like his hand goes to his crotch. He's like holding up his like crotch. And he's like, uh, just gets well, a little he, angry. He gangster. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. They're definitely all drinking. They're all a mm-hmm. little drunk. Yes. Yes. Um, but it was just, Dale was just a ticking time bomb. You couldn't wait to lose his shit. Like he was yelling at someone else, just hoping Lisa would say something else <laughs> so he could just fucking fly off the handle on her. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Everyone is angry. Jen is angry that her girlfriend has gone home and she thinks that's unjust, even though her food sucks shit and didn't have any salt or any seasoning on mm-hmm. it. For whatever reason, she thought she wanted to put rosemary on it. And then she complained that people just didn't get her shit. And that was their mm-hmm. problem. They were wrong that she was right. Everyone's angry. Um, this is good stuff. And this is at the tail end of the episode. There is no setup or anything. It's just you see the elimination and then it cuts and then you just all these people are yelling and then that's the Drama. end of the episode. <laughs> so, There's yeah, still like a minute left in this episode. Why? Shouldn't we be seeing next time and oh no, they're fighting with each other. Yep. Yeah, man. And then like you they cut to Padma and Tom. He's like, the hell is going on back there? And Padma's wringing her hands, and she's like, yeah. just what I want. Yeah. <laughs> the seeds of deceit do. have been sown. All right. So for the first time in 2022, let's get a Brian Jackson in-action moment. Oh, your fucking boy went to Home Depot today. Okay. And you know how we do at Home Depot. We got some painting supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to paint Carrie's office at some point. Yep, 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 yep. That's okay. it. And a rebellious moment from Reeves. Someone sneezed and I did not say God bless you. Holy crap. 
their soul is gone. Yeah, you're you're cooked, brother. Their you're soul done. is out. You're absolutely out of here. Bad boy, it's got to be bad. That might be too rebellious. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll do Jamal, my... do, you have a, do you have a moment of joy? My moment of joy happened right before we started recording because I checked the mail. And get it? friends get of the mail. podcast, friends of the podcast uh, sent me a Christmas card mm-hmm. and I put it up in my fridge and the friends are Reeves and Jinty. And I want to thank both of you for sending me a card. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So thank you. I, I assume, Brian, you're going to send me a card. E- no. Okay. We don't do that here in our family. It's kind of insulting. Are we even friends if you don't send a Christmas card? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, before we go, I do want to leave everyone with this. This is just a little teaser of what's to come next week. Next on Top Chef. So the constant negativity, it's starting to wear on some people in the house. Dale can go f*** himself as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right. Until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go. Good night.